I noticed something yesterday about how thoughtful people speak when they're being interviewed on a podcast specifically. And that is that they pause if they're asked a question, not every time, but if they're asked a question that they don't know exactly what they want to say, they'll simply say nothing at all. And I've noticed this across three different interviews, very different disciplines. All three were extremely thoughtful people. And I noticed it. And more than that, I noticed how it made me feel. When someone pauses before answering, I got the sense that they were actually thinking. That they were pausing because it was a unique question that they didn't have a tried and true answer to. And they were taking a moment to gather their thoughts. That in turn vastly increased my sense of trust in that person. But I'd never really thought about it until I heard these three interviews in quick succession one day where I noticed that all three of them were doing this. And it's not that each of these people was always slow and measured in what they said. Clearly when they were trotting over old ground that they knew exactly what they wanted to say, they didn't have these pauses. And part of what made the circumstance unique was that each of them was being interviewed by someone who was asking insightful enough questions that they were being asked to step beyond what they normally talked about. I'm thinking about this selfishly because I just got asked to be on another podcast. I've been on a handful um, over the last couple of years. But I just got asked if I would do an interview on another podcast, so I'm thinking a lot about how I want to speak publicly and listening back to my own podcast here and thinking about what I do with my voice and how I use it and what's the difference between saying something that you've said before and saying something new. There's a risk when you say something new that it won't come out particularly great. But there's also a risk when you say something that you've said that is polished really well that it will come out too polished. And we can totally tell that. That's why you can tell when someone's reading something out loud instead of speaking extemporaneously, you can tell that they're doing that. There's no way that you can read something out loud and not have it be evident that that's what you're doing. 
Not that that's necessarily bad, it's just there's a difference. And I like the feel of how I sound when I am speaking extemporaneously. And I want to do this podcast mostly to remind myself to pause um, if I don't know what I'm saying. There's other ruses you can use. Saying that's a great question is basically just getting yourself some couple seconds to formulate your response. The thing I like about the pause without saying that's a great question or any of the other things that you could say, give yourself some elbow room, is that the pause indicates a level of comfort with just being still. And a level of comfort with actually thinking about things. And perhaps thinking new things based on what the question was. It indicates an open-mindedness to the situation that I think it's hard to... Mm, it's hard to overvalue that because I think that's where all of the interesting new stuff comes from. I also think it's a good litmus test. If you're watching a video of someone and you're formulating an idea of how trustworthy they are, someone's willingness to pause before they answer think is a good indication of their earnestness and in a in an increasingly cynical culture where we increasingly ascribe motive to everyone and not in a good way i think earnestness is in short supply and increasingly valuable as something we should seek out We've been showing our girls speeches of different, I guess they're basically all politicians. And, well, no, one was Greta Thunberg. Uh, We've been showing the girls speeches because, I forget why. Oh, I put on John Meacham's fantastic podcast called It Was Said that's about um, important, meaningful speeches throughout the century and their historical context. And it got the girls interested in themselves giving speeches someday. And so we've been having them watch speeches and One of the things that seems to me that sets apart a really great speech 
from a speech that might be good in its substance but wasn't delivered particularly well is the speech maker's willingness to let there be long pauses. Pauses that are unnaturally long if you were simply talking. And at first the girls said, what the heck's up with that? They sound funny. But there's something about a speech where you're trying to get into someone's heart and mind without them reading it, where they just need to hear it and absorb it. You have to slow the pace down so that the weight of the things you're saying have time to be felt. Otherwise you don't give time to them and you just move on. And this is somewhat and indirectly related to the thoughtful pause before you answer a question because part of what the thoughtful pause allows for is for the listener to absorb the question as well and really think on it. Because if you answer a thoughtful question with a swift response that's designed to give you air cover until you actually come up with what you are trying to say, you hijack the listener's ability to give some thought to it as well. Because then instead of giving thought to it, they're listening to you uh, put up all of this, this flack pew, 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 pew. And they're paying attention to all those words. And they'll pay attention to you when you get to your real answer. But you've distracted them from thinking about the question in the first place. It takes courage to answer a question with silence for a minute. I don't think I'm necessarily good at it. I can't think of a time when I've done it particularly well. I actually haven't gone back and listened to the podcast I've been on. But it's something I want to try uh, in this next go-round. And we'll see how I do. Hopefully it will be better listening, in part because it's more interactive. The listener can do some thinking themselves, and hopefully it will be better listening because I will do some new and hopefully better thinking myself. My friend Dan Bunting told me early on in the making of this podcast that sometimes he feels like I'm fumbling my way towards an answer, or not an answer, an ending point in the podcast, and then I find it. And sometimes I go past it, and sometimes I can stick the landing like a gymnast. And I just wanted to point out that that right there was the, was the landing. I think I'm getting better at seeing them and perhaps better at sticking them. Second ending. Talk tomorrow, guys. Bye.